You're listening to the Live Happier Longer podcast, episode 24. Welcome to the Live Happier Longer podcast. We're your hosts, Molly Watts and Angela McDade. We are here to help you build the habits of a happier, longer life, starting now. Hey, Angela. Hey, Molly. How are you? I am doing well. That is excellent to hear. You've never really heard of Jack LaLanne. No, it was it was new to me. It was one of right. our early podcasts. Somebody, yeah. uh, Phyllis was talking about yeah, mentioned yeah. that, and mm-hmm. you and I was like, "How do you not know who Jack Lane is?" Now, you know he was on television for like thirty plus years in the United mm-hmm. States before my time, mm-hmm. obviously. But then he went on to this like uh, juicer kind of mm-hmm. company. Oh, I didn't know yeah. that that was him. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, he passed away in two thousand and eleven. Eleven, mm-hmm. and his wife Lala. Mm-hmm. Who is a cracker? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> is uh, carrying on his legacy, trying to inspire people to, you know, people called him the Godfather of fitness, the King mm-hmm. of fitness here in the United States. Opened the first gym here in the United States back yeah. in 1935, 36. yeah, yeah, which is crazy. It's crazy. Yeah, invented the the leg press extension machine mm-hmm. and other things that you see in a modern day gym now. Mm-hmm. He and Lala, Lala was actually on his show Mm -hmm. um, and demonstrated a lot of the exercises. And that was to show women that they could do exercise and they wouldn't (laughs) just get all big and bulky. Right. Which was kind of cool. She has carried on that legacy. She is going to be 93 in March. Yeah. And we got the opportunity to speak with her. And she is just a... Well, she is a cracker. She yeah. is a, oh, a, a whippersnapper. Yeah. She is a fabulous example of living a happier, longer life. And we kind of wanted to talk to her about our philosophies, her philosophies, and how they, they kind of come together. Yeah. Here's Lala Lane. Hi, Lala. Hi, Lala. Well, hi there, Molly. And and I've got your co-host yes, here. Angela. <laughs> yep, Angela, my, Angela. my Scottish yeah. my Scottish sidekick. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so well, much. It's nice to see you and be with you today. I'm looking oh. forward to our conversation. Oh, we are too. Very much so. We just, uh, in our introduction, have given a little bit of a uh, biography of you and told people about your legacy with Jack and really just want to, uh, wanted to talk with you today more about you and your, your path along aging. You're going to be 93 in March. That's correct. That's yeah. correct. Uh, well, so I'm working along pretty good. <laughs> but it all has to do with moving. And yeah. I think that's what that's what your program's about too, is yeah. moving, right? Yeah, well that's daily action number one for us is move. And we say it's number one for a reason because mm-hmm. as people age, one of the things they fear about most is losing loss of mobility right? And things like that. And it's one of the things that can be prevented just by simply continuing to move. And I think even, I I remember reading a quote, I think that Jack once said about, if you don't use your body, you're going to lose your body or something to that. If you don't use it, you're going to lose it. And that's, it's a whole thing. I mean, anything in the body or anything is, is if you don't use it, you're doing, you're going to lose it. Um, You want to talk about a little bit about aging and, uh, and, um, 
how I feel about aging. I, yeah. I, uh, I think that we pass each, uh, we have passages, you know, you probably read the book, Passages. We go from, you know, teenagers, and then we, we go from a child, and then we go to the teenagers, and we go into a middle life, and then we go to... Uh, but so many people in, in early, uh, and now it's over 60, but in the years ago, they said, well, if you're over 40, uh, you're down, you're going to be over the hill. So mm -hmm. that's when Jack decided to uh, swim from Alcatraz to the mainland, handcuffed, uh, and um, that was in, in the 1950s. Now, I started in television. You want to know a little bit about my background. And I started in television uh, in uh, 1948, and uh, I was modeling and, and uh, got this opportunity to go on, on the first, one of the first television shows, which was an hour and a half every day. And uh, we, were, we had to go up to the transmitter. Now, the first time that I ever was on television, I did a butternut bread commercial in San Francisco. And we had to, all these, I worked out of a modeling agency, and had all these beautiful girls up there and, and for this commercial for the butternut bread. I was the last girl in. I'm, I'm now uh, um, thinking, oh my gosh, they're so, they're so pretty. Uh, I'll never make it. And I was the last girl in, and I had to open this bread and, and, and smell it and say, mm, good. <laughs> and I got the commercial. And so every, time, every night I'd have to go up because everything was live in those days. Yeah. And I'd have to go up to the transmitter and, and do mm, good. And then I got this opportunity to go on an hour and a half show every day. And that's how I met Jack LaLanne. I had him on as an interview. Uh, I, got this, I got this call from um, someone over in Oakland, and they said, we've got this guy who can do push-ups for your whole show. I said, wow. I said, that'll be great. And he'll do push-ups the whole time. And uh, he did. And one hour, one um, month for later, whole, he was on the, uh, for, for the whole hour and a half. She, he yeah, did push yeah. for the whole hour and a half. Wow. Oh, half he was up and down, up and down, up and down oh, like that. Goodness. And then, uh, so then, so then, uh, a, a, about a month later, he was on the Art Baker's "You Asked for It" show, and he did a thousand thirty-three push-ups in twenty-three minutes on that, that national show. So, and then I'm, I say, well. He was on, then he started his show in 1951 on KGO TV, and we danced at a company party, and we've been dancing ever since, or we danced ever since until he passed away in, in 2011. Oh, so wow. there you go. Now you know the rest of the story. <laughs> yeah. Well, and look at you go. I mean, it's 2000, almost 2019. So a lot of people, a lot of older, you know, when, when people are married for a long time, as you guys were. And um, when one passes, it's it's hard to mm -hmm. keep on going. But you've just yes. carried you've carried on the torch and going yeah, even yeah, stronger. Right? You need to go. In other words, this passing on is part of life. When you come into this life, you you know you have to go out of it sometime. Mm -hmm. And I I lost my daughter uh, when she was in an automobile accident in the. Uh, in 1973 and um you know i that that's a toughie that's a yeah. toughie when you yeah. lose your daughter and uh, she was full of life and beautiful long red hair and just this effervescent and um it, it takes away part of you however 
you have to, I mean, you either have yourself a pity party or you go on, you know that they, you know that they want you to go on. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But so many people, they, they, they don't look at it that way. They look at the darker side of it instead of the brighter side of it that you have, you, you're still there and then you have a life to live and, and the person that's left you, they, they want you to be, they want you to go on. They want you to be happy. They don't want you to have pity party for yourself. Yeah. You know, would you, you definitely would characterize yourself as an optimistic person. Is that right? I, I'm very optimistic. I was, my mother was said I was born smiling. So, <laughs> <laughs> but I, I, uh, I, I'm very optimistic. I, I was asked the question by Maria Shriver uh, for her uh, Sunday paper, and it's on, uh, on, uh, on the internet. And um, she asked me how the three things that was important to me and how I've lived this long and what, what, what three things helped you. Mm-hmm. Um, and so the three things were attitude, and there were, it, it's my arc, you know, you, you think mm-hmm. of arc, attitude, the attitude you have toward life. And then you have, you have the uh, R, uh, which is resistance. And you, if you resist the food that is not good for you to put in your mouth and mm-hmm. for your body uh, to, to be live and vital, and you want to put live and vital foods in your, in your body, uh, Resistance is the, is the next word, and not only is the resistance uh, against taking the wrong foods, but the resistance in exercise, because put out your arm right now, both, both of you, okay, straight out, okay, now I want you to touch your shoulder, just, just touch your shoulder, easy, okay, now I want you to make a fist, I want you to make a fist, and I want you to go real slow and make it as hard as you can. Then I want you to feel this muscle. And as you come up and that, that's the key to exercise. That's the key to results. So that's, that's the second word, attitude, resistance. And the third word is consistency. Consistency. If you're consistent in the things that you do, in your work habits, in your in your life, if your eating habits, your exercise habits, all your habits that you have, uh, if you're consistent about it, you can't go wrong. So uh, those those are, those are the things that have uh, kept me going. Mm-hmm. Those three things, and if you think about it, it's in in in. And, and whoever's listening today, if you think about your attitude, what kind of an attitude do you have? Um, then we think about, you think about resistance. Well, are you resistant, resisting the food that you, that you uh, or are you putting all this junk food in your body? Or are, are you exercising? Are you, are you, are you, are you really making that a, a muscle that making the muscles in your body work for you because if, if they work for you then they're going to then it's going to they're it's like putting money in the bank in other words yeah you get well you used to get more <laughs> you don't get more, much more well you have half a percent now but anyway <laughs> but it it grows in, in other words what you if you put if you exercise it continues in your body and it, and it has 
lasting results. But if you don't do anything, you become flabby and you waste away. That's, mm -hmm. that's the way I feel. So, no, that's, well, I think you're proof, I think you're proof positive. So tell us a little bit about your, like your daily fitness type routine. What do you, what do you do to move every day? Well, I, um, I work, I work out with the, um, I, I, I used to swim, but it's pretty cold right now. <laughs> <laughs> and I, my pole is too cold, but, um, uh, so I work out, I, I work out, uh, with the waves and I work out with the pulley machines that Jack and Jack invented the first leg extension machine. Yeah. He invented the first pulley machines uh, that pull up, pull up the weight. Yeah, and he yeah. didn't he didn't make the pulley. They had pulleys in those days, but mm -hmm. they didn't have anything that pulled up the weight. And and so he and then he he um he invented a squat bar that is now called the Smith machine in in the and you can. You put this this bar on your shoulder, and then you could do your squats. And you can't go forward, and you can't go backwards, so you can't hurt your back. Right. So I do I do a lot of that, and then I do a lot of walking around the property. And I like to walk uphill because when you walk uphill, it, it it's it's good for your legs. It's good for your you know good for your heart too. Yeah, so yeah. I guess my heart beating beating. <laughs> well, so, that's it's that's important. Much what I do. Yeah, and I and I walk, and then I eat a lot of yogurt, and I eat a lot of. I try to stay away from butter, which is Jack says you butter not. You know, it's it's <laughs> not what you do sometime that counts. It's what you do most of the time that counts, and that's I stole from Jack. <laughs> so. <laughs> There's a lot of stuff. I, my book called Dinostride, he, he coined that word. He, in fact, his, my, my book, this is my Christmas card. And my book, if you want to live, move. Can you see it? Yeah. Uh, see, you want to see it? There's, there's, I'm, I'm doing it with Jamie Brinkus. He's the one that did the eight-minute workouts in the 90s. Uh -huh. And so we, we want people to start with, with, um, with eight minutes a day. It's it's putting the boom back in the in boomers, into yeah. boomers. Yeah. And that's the name of the book. And uh it's it will it'll be probably out in the in the early uh early January or February. Awesome. But well, well, I, yeah. I do have the front cover and and even the back cover. So nice. and now it's being but I it's um but Jack coined that and then it's putting the boom back into boomers. And this is what what's happening because the the boomer we're, we're targeting the boomers because the boomers are um, they started out like gung ho and they're exercising they're doing everything but now the boomers have kind of uh, and there's many articles uh, written about it too are uh, the um, um, magazines articles have been coming out about the boomers I mean they're 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 declining in the, mm -hmm. in the fitness department. So we want to, we want to, we want them to incline now. We want to help yeah, them get yeah. back. We don't, yeah. don't want to, we don't ask them to strive for perfection. We, we ask them to just start out easy. And, uh, and that's what Jack always did. He start out easy and then, and then build and build and build. And this is yeah. what we're trying to do yeah. in the book. So we have it, it, it consists of re renew, 
that's reshaping, you know, you're starting to, and, re, and then the next uh, is reshape and then, and then refuel. So it had to do with talking about inspiration to, to renew their, their vows of exercise and give them inspiration. We get a lot of inspiration in it too. And then, and then <clears throat> reshape, we've got exercises for them to start simple little eight, eight minute things and they can continue to build on that and then and then refuel then that has to do with with uh, what you put put in your mouth what you eat today is walking and talking tomorrow so <laughs> it's, uh, yeah. you know, if you think of yourself as a walking billboard then you know you tell people well um this is this is um what i do you want to be a, a good a fit, a fit walking billboard yeah. You know, you don't have to be, you know, a model. You know, you can be any size you want to be, but I mean, you want to be fit. Mm -hmm. you know, that's, fit that's fit and healthy. Yeah, fit and right. healthy. Yeah. <laughs> so here at Five for Life, um, our first daily action is move, as we said. And the important thing is that it doesn't have to be anything crazy. So your eight-minute workout is perfect. You know, most people can do something for eight minutes. So we oh, want... Right. That's right. They can take a little time out of their uh, yeah. day. You know, Jack always says, something is better than nothing. Yeah. <laughs> so if you do, but see, I think a lot of people think that, I mean, you hear all, all these people working out an hour or an hour and a half and they go to the gym and they, but how much time do they spend really working out? And then they, sometimes they, Go overboard. Every, when I first met Jack, he said, if you do everything in moderation, you can't go wrong. Yeah. So if you do everything in moderation, there is, you, you, um, you'll, you'll, you'll be, be you'll, yeah, you'll be fine, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, you'll be, yeah. you'll be good. Yeah. Well, that's, I mean, so, I, words of wisdom, I think, for everything, right? The, yeah. the do everything in moderation and you really can't go wrong, you know? That's, mm -hmm. that's right. That's right. I know you asked me some other questions here about uh, <laughs> my success story. Well, my success story, I think I kind of told you how I started out and, and yeah. uh, from a modeling agency. And, 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 but I think success, you, you work at it. You know, Jack used to say, you know, life is like, life is a battlefield. You gotta work at it. You gotta, mm -hmm. you gotta, you gotta fight for whatever you need. You know, in your mind, you wanna, you wanna. Too many people, they um, they let things go. You know, they don't, they don't follow through. And it's there's that's consistency again. You need to be mm -hmm. a follow through with things that you do in life, and not just let it hang. Mm -hmm. So like we said, you're obviously an optimistic person. Mm -hmm. You've lived a really long and, and fairly healthy life, right? You would say it's fairly yes. healthy life. And yeah. Um, oh yeah. Right. I have. I mean, I'm, I don't take any prescription pills or anything like that. That's pretty mm -hmm. amazing. Yeah. Even at 93 almost, right? That's yeah. pretty, that's pretty I unheard of. Blood pressure pills. My blood pressure's 109 or something, 68 or something like that. That's pretty good. Yes, yeah, it's pretty, pretty good. That's <laughs> fighting fat blood pressure right yeah. there. So in all of that, what do you think as far as in terms of just gratitude? 
on a daily basis. How much does gratitude play a part of How much does what? gratitude? How gratitude. Oh, I thank God every day. I mean, if I can't find something, I mean, and, and I'm, I'm looking around for it, and then I find it, oh, I said, well, thank you very much. I've always, <laughs> I have gratitude. I, my, I've overthanked people for it. And I think that's important uh, yeah. for, for people to, to know. Everybody likes a little pat on the back, you know? Mm -hmm. And it's, it, it only takes a, just one little thank you if, if somebody does something for you. To 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 be to be uh, gratitude have gratitude yeah yeah but but not only yeah. does not only does the other person feel good but you feel good too so it's oh, you, it's infectious the both of you feel good and then yeah. you start smiling at each other and then it's yeah. just and you know it's important I, I you know going down the street or you go to the market and you see, you see people. Yeah, and your grumpy face. Grumpy face. Yeah. Anybody looked at it, he'd try to make it. He says, "Oh, smile, smile." You know, and he loved to have. He loved people to smile. So we go to a restaurant. If the waiter wasn't smiling, he'd say, "Come on, there, smile." <laughs> it's amazing what smiles will do. And and if you, if you go to the market or you go wherever you go and you want to, and and. And you just, if you start to smile at people and kind of nod, you know, they, they all of a sudden, they do it too, you know. Yeah. You, so it's, it's, and I just, I just think, I, I'm so thankful for everything. I mean, just little things. Just mm -hmm. be thankful for every little thing that happens. If I could, if I can't find a piece of paper and I find it, I say, oh, thank you so much. I really, I'm so happy, yeah. you know. <laughs> And that, I so, think that's, yeah, and that's kind of what we're, it sounds like you're kind of in your book, you're going to be talking to um, baby boomers. And mm -hmm. certainly part of our focus is on helping baby boomers age with yeah. optimism. Mm -hmm. I mean, they're turning 65 at the rate of 10,000 per day. They're going to keep right. doing that until the year 2035. And at that point right. in time, our country is going to be at a point where the older part of the population is going to be larger than the younger part for the first time in history mm -hmm. ever. Right. And we just don't have, we don't historically, we've never had that. So we don't really have many great yeah. examples of aging with optimism like you right now. You know, there's, we, this, and we have to. In the book, we've come up with a lot of, well, we call them borrowed wisdom. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and, and there are little things that we came up with like, Attitude. I, I have a whole thing on attitude in there and in my book. And then I wrote something on forgiving. I mean, how, mm -hmm. how important it is to forgive. Yeah. And, uh, you know, and, and, and also uh, rehashing the past. I, you know, what good does it do to rehash the past? Yeah. Too many people live in, they, they, live in, they live in the past. And they forget about the future. They yeah. The only time that you can live right now is now. Yeah. I mean, this is the way you're living. You yeah. can't live in the past. You can't live in the future. Yeah. So you and I, all the three of us here, are, are just, we're living right now, right yeah. this minute. And that's the only time you should be thinking about, forget about the past. I mean, for, and <clears throat> talking about forgiving, 
forgive yourself. If you if you get mad at yourself and you you know, you know we all do and you know what did I do that for you know, <laughs> but if you say oh, well, I forgive you I forgive you and so let's get with with let's get with the program and let's get this done. Mm-hmm. I mean it's important to get things get get things done. You wanna you wanna. Um, um, move forward, move forward, move on, right? Yeah. Yeah. For us, um, we have these five daily actions that we talk about and our fifth daily action is let go. And that, that talks about, you know, letting go of regret and trying to get, to get over those things that you hang on to, you know, as right. well as yeah. the past, yeah, the, the past, past that you're being, letting go of the past, yeah. letting go yeah. of anger. Well, this, I, this, I have thing that I wrote on that uh, in the book too because and then I I wrote something on uh, visualization mm-hmm. visualize what you I I in the book I tell this story about about I'm a, I was I'm a golfer and so I I was in a tournament and um the golfers will understand this so I had to I had to go over this bunk bunker mm-hmm. and with sand, a lot of sand in the bunker. So I thought to myself, oh God, I, I wanted to go on the green and went, put, the, put it right up to the pin because I'm in a tournament. So now I thought, oh, what if I go in the bunker? I went right in the bunker. <laughs> and, well, because uh, you thought about it. So, <laughs> so sure, I mean, see, as a, as a man thinketh, so is he. <laughs> so, so then the next shot out of the bunker, I missed that and I lost the tournament. So, and I, what I did is I visualized the, the idea of the, the ball going in the bunker. Mm-hmm. So in my, my little thing that I do in the book, I, I tell the story. So the next time I went out uh, and play golf, and I, I, I tested myself, and I thought of myself going over the water this time, and I'm thinking, I can go over the water. I can go over the water. And, um, and so I went over the water. Mm-hmm. And then I started thinking about what if I go in the water? What if I, I was just doing, mm-hmm. I was practicing. Yeah. I went to water. So you see, when, when you, when your thoughts are things and when you speak your word, you're speaking your word. So it's very important to listen to yourself and, and, and when you visualize something, visualize the positive part of it, not the negative part of it. Yeah. 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 Your thoughts often become your actions and your Mm -hmm. actions become your reality. Your your results. So maybe there's something on doubt, you know, you're doubting yourself. Yeah. I mean, you can't doubt yourself, you know, Mm -hmm. you just, you know, got to go on. One of the things that uh, we hear a lot or, you know, and it's certainly been in studies and such is something that impacts people as they age is loneliness and isolation. And we talk a lot about, in daily action number three, share, about, you know, engaging with people Mm -hmm. and giving back to the community and continuing to be engaged with with other people and really making it a habit. Mm -hmm. Do you think that's an important part of your life? Oh, yes, it's so important. You have to love yourself. And then there are too many people who don't love themselves. They don't have the confidence in themselves. So you, you have to start loving yourself and, is, and be your very best friend. 
Mm-hmm. If you are your very best friend, then I have no, I'm, I'm my very best friend. I mean, I don't mind being alone. I don't mind. I can always find, there's always something to do. But if you feel, if you are lonely and you, it's important, you know, join a church, join a, a, a club. There's so many centers. I mean, they've got uh, centers for teenage. I mean, they, yeah, they even have teenage centers and they have. Yeah. But there's there's just, something there's, in your yeah. community that you can go to, or you can volunteer at the hospital, or you can do volunteering, meet other people, because then you interact with well, you, you interact with each with each other, mm-hmm. and then you then you you meet lifelong friends when you do that. But a lot of people they just stay home and they feel lonely and they feel then they're having another. They have love. They just love their pity party, and they're just they feel put upon. And so if you're one of those people that are, you feel that you're put upon, just start, start thinking about, uh, about changing your attitude, changing your thinking. You know, you can, it, it's, it's easy to change a habit. We get in the habit of doing things mm-hmm. and then it becomes a habit. And then and how did you get in the habit? You started, you did it over and over and over and over again. So now you go over here and you say, I don't want that habit anymore. So you go over here and you say, well, um, I'm, I, I'm, I'm not going to have that habit anymore. I'm going to think about, I'm going to do this. I'm going to do this and do it. And you try to follow that habit and try to keep doing it and keep doing it. And then it becomes a habit. Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. A habit becomes a habit. (laughs) That's all. I mean, I think, like we said, you are just a phenomenal example of how to live a happier, longer life. And, you know, our whole premise is that it takes a plan, you know, it requires action, it requires, it does require habits, Mm -hmm. right? You don't just get to be, you don't get to be 93 and happy and vibrant like you are, if you didn't start with some actions back in your fifties or your thirties, your forties, whatever you, you know, but you can, yeah. you can start anytime, but you gotta, you, you gotta got work to at going. it. Right. Yeah. You know, I, I think a, uh, another part of life is knowing the reason for things. Mm-hmm. In other words, when you think about reason, um, why, why do you, why do you do this? What is the reason you do this? And then, uh, the, the reason, when you think about reason, it's a, it's a powerful word. My father, in fact, as my father said to me years when I was young, very young, he, he said, now, I want you to try to figure out what is the reason for reason. <laughs> he says, you may be looking for it all the rest of your life. I guess I am. But I do, I like to know the reasons for things. Uh-huh. You know, and and I when I do things, I have a reason for doing it. Um, in other words, just not n- nilly willy. You know, right. you, there's if I do something, there's a reason for it. Yeah. Um, if I say something, there's a reason for it. Uh, so I, I I'm a big believer in using reason in your life. Mm-hmm. So and developing. I mean, it's kind of the same. Yeah, kind of another way of saying having a plan. Where, you know, you yeah. have it. You you mm-hmm. do what you you have. You take action based on kind of an idea and what you want to be doing and a plan to do it. Right. 
Yeah. Yeah. We will definitely, we will put the, the link to, to the website in our show oh, notes so people can mm-hmm. connect with you there. I know you're still busy and I can't wait to see the book when it comes out, yeah. hear more about that. And yeah. we wanted to talk with you. I mean, Jack, we all know Jack was a, an icon and the king of fitness. Uh, you're the queen. And, um, you know, it's just, it's been wonderful. We appreciate you taking the time and really what an inspiration um, for living a happier, longer life. Thanks for listening to the Live Happier, Longer podcast. Now it's time to move, learn, share, give, and let go. Five daily actions to make the rest of your life the best of your life. See you next week.